I'm watching video on YouTube of Gainesville, Florida's police, their air support unit, and they're tracking a suspect coming through the woods and water, and it's not going to end well for the suspect. Why? Because they've got him lit up, or her, lit up with that technology that makes them that hot white object. There is no escaping the eye from the sky. And here's what's cool. The pilots that get to do that, I know one, and I'm going to bring you on this episode of Beyond My Day Job. This pilot that you'll hear from, he's found an even cooler parallel hobby that's turning into a future occupation for him. You've joined Lonnie Miller on Beyond My Day Job. Listen to Brent Bundy's story from pilot to photojournalist. Hello, Brent Bundy. Lonnie Miller. How are you? I am good. Yourself? I'm doing well. We uh, have entered the cold era of late fall here in Michigan. Yeah, it's pretty frigid here in Phoenix. I'm showing 71 right now. That's terrible. I uh, yeah. I have you know negative sympathy for you. That's 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 just horrible. <laughs> you're you're in your your wonderful part of the year though. I know you come out of your your hot zone all summer yeah we we look forward to this oh dear well i look forward to this conversation and sharing uh with our listeners about some of your uh lifestyle and career and uh new hobby so thanks for uh agreeing to share with us here oh my pleasure glad to join you so just for the record why don't you tell everybody what you've been doing for the last 20 plus years in your uh your day job because it sets up a nice uh pivot for you based on what i know you're you're moving into outside of your your normal career job so uh, oh, why don't you let us absolutely yeah uh 27 years ago i moved from michigan to uh, arizona uh to joined the phoenix police department Spent uh, eight years as a patrol officer and out on the streets, and then two years as a detective. And for the last 17 years, a little over 17 years, I've been a pilot with the uh, Phoenix Police Department Air Support Unit. So I, I don't get to talk to too many people in law enforcement. We have one other local friend who's part of the uh, county sheriff. But I've never asked, like, what's the scariest or craziest, uh, maybe, bad person <laughs> pursuit that you've ever had oh are you talking about from the ground or from the air <laughs> oh yeah so give us one on each oh wow well from the from the ground you know unfortunately a lot of our stories are probably not best suited for most <laughs> listeners public consumption fair um, enough <laughs> yeah we we I, I was uh heavily involved in a uh the, the arrest of a suspect who was wanted for uh a, a pretty gruesome uh, homicide okay. involved an entire family and uh, right. my the team that I was on we ended up tracking him down uh, through some pretty uh, pretty creative ways and found him uh, hiding in a motel room getting ready uh. to uh, 
to uh, jump uh, town to uh, try and escape the crimes, but we, we caught him as he was waiting for his ride, and, <laughs> and uh, it was us that showed up instead of him. Got it. <laughs> Thwarted. Yeah. Uh, well, you have been, and the thing that I've been fascinated knowing you, you have been an eye in the sky, though, for uh, Phoenix, right? That's correct, yes. Um, what are you able to fly? What have you flown? Well, I've been fortunate in my career in, in the time that I've been flying for the police department that uh, I've, uh, I, I, for the first about 13 years or so, I, uh, I was one of our helicopter pilots. Okay. I, I initially learned to fly airplanes and uh, then transitioned into helicopter shortly after that and spent about 13 plus years on the helicopter side. Then about four or five years ago, I moved over to our uh, fixed wing, our airplane side. Okay. Uh, we, we were kind of unique in, in uh, uh, for an air support unit. We have two distinct sides of the house, a, a helicopter and an airplane, because we are we have such specialty type aircraft on both sides of that house. It's, it's a little difficult to maintain currency and maintain proficiency on uh, on all the aircraft. So we split it up. Do, uh, do the pilots there with the police department uh, exhibit any Top Gun uh macho-ness oh of course not no 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 you take uh, type a personality cops and put them in an air in an airplane or helicopter and you're not going to run into any personality. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why yeah. the, why the switch from a uh, helicopter to the plane side uh the, the biggest uh reason is uh probably what we're going to transition this conversation into and it okay. was uh the the helicopter schedule is more rigid. We uh, have set times a day. We have 24-hour coverage for the entire uh, 540 okay. square miles of the city of Phoenix. Uh, but those helicopters are up. You know, they go up at this time. They're down at this time. They go back up at this time. The airplane schedule is more flexible. It, Got uh, it. If we may have detectives that need transported to Las Vegas or Los Angeles, and they'll let us know a couple of days in advance. Or we might be assisting with a high-altitude surveillance uh, and the, uh, the undercover detectives will let us know maybe a day or two or in advance. Uh, but it's, it allowed me more time and more flexibility as far as taking time off to pursue okay. my, my uh, beyond my day job. <laughs> what do you actually enjoy flying, though, if you were all other limits taken away? What, what, do you, what type of aircraft do you prefer flying? Well, I've, I've uh, in my secondary job that we'll talk about here, I've also had the opportunity to fly a pretty good variety of uh, both airplanes and helicopters and I enjoy both it is fun but but I think anyone who's done both you, you can't deny that flying helicopters is one of the coolest things you can ever do so I, I have to tell you and as you were gracious enough you know a few years back uh, you took us up for a legitimate patrol and that was I continue to tell that story <laughs> just oh, I'm, I'm sitting in the back of the time. bird that was yeah. fascinating so yeah, it's uh, we do uh, have that opportunity to provide uh, ride-alongs to uh, some citizens and some usually friends and relatives of yeah. uh, of the pilots, as as we did for uh, for you when you came out. Yeah, and it uh, it, it provides a, a little glimpse into uh, <laughs> our our world. It's a little different. Uh, job than most people will ever experience it's different than tv it's different than the movies and uh right and and it has some some similarities but uh, yeah you got a little glimpse there of what it's like. <laughs> yeah it was a thrill it was absolutely it was good. almost good. better than the hike i did in sonoma later that week so <laughs> oh good good 
well, so you, um, as you alluded, and what I want to hear um, some more about, you've, and I've just been tracking you, you know, through social media and through, you know, family and friends, but um, obviously your pilot experience has gotten you exposure to some other communities and seems like you've been making a big jump towards doing some other items that uh, round out <laughs> your career yeah. interests. So yeah, what's, what's going on there? Yeah, it has, uh, the one has kind of parlayed into the other. Um, I, I, I guess the, well, what I do in my side job is I'm a writer and photographer for uh, Professional Pilot Magazine. Okay. Um, Professional Pilot Magazine. It's more of a kind of a trade magazine, I guess you could refer to it as. It's yeah. Something you're going to find on the newsstands. Uh, it uh, you'll you will find it at most in, uh, you know private airports, executive type airports, and so forth. We have a subscriber gate base, probably twenty five, thirty thousand people worldwide. Is that um, the actual title of it? Professional Pilot Magazine. It is. Okay, it I didn't is, know if that was uh, just an adjective that it's a, you know, professional nope. pilot, but that's the actual nope. name of it. It uh, It's kind of generally referred to as Pro Pilot Magazine. Okay. And it's uh, one of the oldest aviation magazines in existence. Uh, we're just finishing up our 52nd year of publication. Hmm. Okay. So, how did you, I mean, how did you get connected with these guys? That That's uh, uh, a very common question I get. How did, how did I <laughs> get into this? And oddly enough, it was nothing I was ever looking for. I've done photography since uh, I was in high school. Okay. And I kind of kept into it. I did a little bit of portrait photography when I, in the last 15, 20 years. And occasionally, you know, I, I just like to take photos. Yeah. And I would uh, take a lot of photos of aircraft. Well, a lot of our, our photos at our air support unit were my, my primary job on the walls and so forth are photographs that I had taken. Well, about eight, nine years ago, the Professional Pilot Magazine was doing a story on the Phoenix Police Department as one of their, uh, every, every month we profile a flight department for our, on our cover. Got it. Uh, law enforcement, e uh, emergency medical services, corporate operators, a variety of types of, uh, of flight departments. Well, the F Phoenix Police Department was being profiled. Uh, a writer came out to do the job and uh, he, the photographer that was assigned to him, he wasn't a big fan of. So they at the unit, they said, well, we got a guy who takes photos. And they called me in from work or from my, my day off, called me into work <laughs> to take photos. And uh, when they called me, I asked him, I said, well, oh, yeah, I could probably do it. But uh, how much is this going to cost me? And they said, no, 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 they're going to pay you to do this. Said, oh, wow, <laughs> yes. I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so I came in and, and the uh, writer and I, we kind of hit it off. Uh, he's a former uh, law enforcement pilot himself. Okay. We kind of hit it off. And next thing you know, uh, he calls me for a couple more jobs to do photos. And we're bouncing around across the country. I'm taking photos and he's writing stories. Oh, wow. And that was kind of the beginning of it all. How long ago was that? That was uh, about nine years ago. Okay. And, uh, that, and I was just doing the photos at that time. And uh, that gentleman also had a regular full-time job. Okay. And uh, after 20 years of writing for the magazine, he decided to stop. And I reached out to the uh, publisher, the publisher, and I told him, I said, hey, this is who I am. I've been doing photos for some of your stories. And yeah. I, I'd like to keep doing photos if you don't mind. And uh, he told me he wanted me to write for him. And hmm. I said, I, you know, I don't know if I could write an article. And he told me, he said, you find a story, you go after it, you, you write the story, do the photos. And if I like it, I'll keep you. And that was, okay. that was eh, about eight years ago, seven, eight years ago that, that, that he uh, gave me that uh, challenge and uh, I'm still with him. So I guess he liked it. So, okay. I want to come back to the photography part, but writing is a chore. 
It is. It is. <laughs> it's something that I never really, again, I didn't, I didn't seek it out, but I found that I really enjoyed it once I started doing it. So what, uh, what type of stories do you cover? I, I actually uh, do a couple of different, a few different types. I, uh, in addition to being a writer photographer for the magazine, I have a title of the events editor. Okay. And what that means is I, I cover um, most, or if not all of the uh, aviation based conferences, conventions that are held uh, throughout the U.S. and some beyond the U.S. Ah. Uh, so I, I cover those, I provide photos and write-ups on current events in the aviation industry. And then uh, I also do uh, the majority of our cover stories for the magazine each year, which are those the, uh, the profile pieces on, uh, on flight departments, uh, corporate flight departments, how the, the, the aircraft they fly uh, are beneficial to the business. Got it. Same with law enforcement and emergency medical, just a variety of uh, flight departments. Where, so you, you get travel outside of the U.S., I think? I do. And uh, that's probably been one of my... Uh, most cherished things about this job. Uh, I, I get to meet a lot of great people and I talk to you more about that in a bit, but uh, shortly after I began writing, I, uh, I found out that a, a new aircraft was coming out from uh, the company that makes the aircraft, one of the aircraft that we fly at the police department, a Pilatus. They're, okay. they're, a, Swiss, they're a Swiss company and they decided to start building a jet. Well, I found out that this jet was going to be debuted at their factory in Switzerland. After months of uh, harassing my publisher, he decided <laughs> to send me on the, on the trip. And so I was sent to Switzerland to uh, cover the event. And huh. uh, that kind of began my, my international travels. And uh, it, uh, it kind of cemented a relationship uh, between myself, the magazine, and the Pilatus Aircraft Company. And it has led to many other opportunities. Uh, I've... Uh, I spent a couple of weeks in Australia covering one of their medical operators. Oh, um, sounds rough. Yeah, it was it, it was rough. They they uh, I got to spend time in the outback. Uh, I was flown uh, from coast to coast uh, visiting different medical uh, out out bases, uh, pretty desolate areas, and uh, okay. uh, some interesting uh, things along along the lines of uh, of the medical community there in Australia. It was a, just a wonderful experience, and uh, it. Uh, this also this past summer, uh, I was doing a uh, corporate operator, and uh, their headquarters were in Malta. Oh yeah, Island, right uh, off Italy. Yeah, yeah, right between Italy and Africa, and they asked me to come to their headquarters, and so I spent uh, a week uh, down in Malta, uh, interviewing the executives and uh, and the various employees with the with the company for a cover story from two months ago. Huh. So, it. Uh, Again, I, I really I enjoy the travel. I travel all over the country on just about a monthly basis now, okay. and uh, I've been fortunate enough to one of the conferences I cover is in uh, Geneva, Switzerland. Every May, I get to go back to Geneva, <laughs> so it's it's kind of been a dream job. I mean, it's a it's a I guess a side job, but it's been a, a dream job that I never thought would happen. So, how do you successfully balance that with your uh, work with Phoenix Police Department still? You know, uh, my boss wonders at it. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> where is Brent this week? <laughs> it, it's actually turned from where is Brent to when I come in on a Monday, they're like, oh, Brent does still work. <laughs> <laughs> um, most of the travel of the, of that I do for the magazine is a vacation time that I, I take okay. off from the police department. Got it. Uh, it, uh, it's become more and more of a 
near full-time job with a magazine. And after 27 plus years, I, I might be coming to the end of my police career to okay. transition into more of a full-time writing and photography career. That's great. That's great. You were actually in Michigan, if I'm not mistaken, you went down to, there were a couple new uh, aircraft that University of Michigan had acquired. That's correct. That was one of my first travel jobs as a photographer with the magazine. Uh, Survival Flight is the uh, uh, air medical division of the University of Michigan. Okay. And uh, so I got to go do the photos with them. Yeah, I remember your comment about, uh, vaguely remember you said, boy, they sure branded it with the U of M quite effectively. <laughs> they, they did. Yeah. Anybody familiar with the amazing blue would uh, recognize their, uh, their helicopters. They have the same logo from the uh, uh, football helmets on the front of the helicopters. Um, and uh, yeah, they all the way to the, the seats have the, have the uh, big M on them. They, they did a very nice job with. Uh, How nice. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the patients who are in the back of it really don't care whether it's got maize and blue stitched into the leather headrest. No, they probably don't, but they, they do have some very nice, very fast, very capable aircraft that uh, get people uh, where they need to be and, in, in the time they need to get there. I've seen them fly over our house a few times, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. Um, with you traveling, so writing, and I want to come back to the photography, where do your photos show up anywhere else outside of the magazine? Uh, what are they? Is there another kind of freelance circulation opportunity that your, your photos make its way into or any other ops like that? Yeah, there are. There's, there's a, a lot of kind of, uh, you know, the ancillary businesses that, that, uh, and, you know, like advertisers with our magazine that will, that have provided me additional opportunities. Uh, we have uh, one major helicopter manufacturer, uh, MD Helicopters, here in uh, in the Valley of the Sun, out here in Arizona, um, in Mesa. And I've uh, actually gotten the opportunity to uh, do several of their advertising photos for the company. Hmm. Um, and then other different other advertisers will see some of the work that I've done for the magazine, and then they will request my photos for use in their advertising. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it, it pops up. A few other magazines have... Uh, have requested some work at times i i tend to stick pretty pretty dedicated to pro pilot i'm sure uh, sure they've kind, of, they've kind of planted the flag in me and so right. i i, I uh, tend to stay faithful to them but okay it it has provided other opportunities as well uh, i've um i've been asked to speak at some conferences on uh some aviation conferences uh on behalf of some aircraft manufacturers and the equipment that we use in law enforcement really yeah, it's uh, uh, th- that Pilatus Corporation. They have an annual international gathering um, of the Pilatus Owners and Pilots Association. It's called POPA. And uh, a couple of years ago, they flew me out to uh, to speak to their uh, uh, their members. Uh, so it, it's uh, again, it's opportunities continue to present themselves that uh, I never imagined. So POPA is not to be confused with the slang popo that people like to. You know, it's pretty close. <laughs> it, it, and it's it's. it's it, I guess it worked out well there. <laughs> Maybe that was delivered. I don't know. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> we got the popo talking about popa. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Excellent. Um, how many how many different uh, speaking events have you had a chance to given? I, I've I've done a couple. Um, I also uh, for uh, for several years I was also uh, teaching at uh, community college here. So uh, okay, I kind of uh, I kind of got the, the speaking gig out of my way there, and I, I enjoy it. Um, and I'll, I probably, I'll probably seek more down the road, but for now, uh, 
uh, the, the few that I've done have, have been enough for now. And I'll, uh, it's kind of hard to squeeze in a third job <laughs> the two that I've got. All right. Well, um, maybe for the camera nerds out there, uh, yes. what's your hardware that you uh, best use? You know, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Canon guy, and I'm and it's it's kind of that Ford and Chevy, Coke and Pepsi uh, comparison <laughs> between Canon and Nikon. Nikon. And uh, it, it used to be that one would take the lead over the other. Um, nowadays, they're so equal in their advancements. My biggest reason for sticking with Canon is I've been shooting with Canon products since the mid late '80s, and I've got way too much money invested in one one platform <laughs> to switch to the other. That's what Apple does to us too. It is they, they suck you in, and then uh, you just you just can't get out. You can't afford to get out. But no, I, I, I currently use a couple of different Canon uh, digital SLRs. Uh, the 7D is the model that I use, and I've got some image stabilized lenses that I use because sometimes I'm doing photographs uh, while strapped on the outside of a helicopter doing air to air photos. Okay, that's so funny. It's absolutely, and this was not planned, folks. But I was literally just having an image of a photo that I saw of you strapped to an outside of a chopper taking a taking a shot so yeah break that down for us yeah that's uh th that is i'm assuming the the photo you're looking at is probably one that i was doing for some uh, advertising photos for uh, that uh, helicopter manufacturer i mentioned earlier okay and uh we'll generally uh we'll, we'll fly along in a in a shoot ship uh that's what the aircraft that we're taking the photos from uh, we'll be strapped in with harnesses, but not really strapped in because I've got to be able to move around. Uh, <laughs> but I'll be—I'll usually be out on the skids of the of the aircraft. Okay. And then we'll fly formation flights with, uh, and we'll have uh, radio communications with the aircraft that we're taking photos of, and we'll uh, direct them in, get them in uh, as close as they need as they can be, and we try to set up proper backgrounds, and uh, we usually get pretty lucky. Do you do that in the Phoenix area or wherever they I do, want? Yes. Okay. All right. I've done that everywhere from uh, downtown Phoenix with the uh, the buildings of downtown Phoenix as a backdrop. I've done it hmm. in the mountains uh, outside of the valley, some of the mountains okay. here in, inside the city limits. I've used those as backdrops as well with a few different models of uh, helicopters. That's great. Great. Yeah, it's, it's nice because sometimes uh, – I'll be in the front seat and uh, because I'm a helicopter pilot, they'll, they'll let me fly the helicopter as well. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think it's, it's almost uh, what was the story that everyone was hearing with the latest uh, mission impossible that came out this summer and Tom Cruise was flying himself to the stats sets and yeah. doing his own stunts and then, you know, learning yeah, to fly he... that chopper and that, you know, death descent scene. <laughs> yeah. He actually, uh, you know, he's been a pilot for years and, uh, um, he's, uh, he's actually a member of the living legends of aviation and, uh, which is an event held out in Los Angeles every year at Beverly Hills, uh, the Beverly Hilton every year. And, uh, that I, I cover that for the magazine and, uh, he's actually quite accomplished pilot huh. and he learned to fly that helicopter. That's, a um, Airbus, uh, AS350, uh, helicopter, which is one of the models that we fly at work. And it, it was, I tell you what, a lot of people, uh, may, may knock him for the publicity of it, but it, it was no, it was no small task to learn to fly that aircraft. Flight. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, he was nose down yeah. in that scene from, from mission impossible. I was, yeah, it's, uh, wow. It, it, you can, you can, you can put those helicopters through their paces. They're, they're pretty tough aircraft. <laughs> um, okay. So just on that note, uh, in all your years of flying, uh, spookiest, uh, moment for you being up in the air spookiest um i i don't know i i've had a uh, just a, we, we fly very reliable aircraft so i've had very few um emergency type issues i i had a, a hydraulic control lock up one time i i had to do a uh somewhat of an emergency landing at, at one of our airports here 
Um, I, but I, I probably better as far as stories go um, are, are the the, law, the airborne law enforcement type stories. People like to hear those, I, I believe. And I think one of the best of those that I had was um, it was a few years ago. I was working an afternoon shift. Um, my partner and I, we always fly uh, two pilot, uh, two persons in the aircraft, a pilot mm-hmm. and a tactical flight officer, a TFO, we call them. Um, on this particular afternoon, I was flying with a regular partner of mine and an armed robbery of a business came out. And if you've seen the uh, the movie Pulp Fiction, uh, it was just like the scene in there with the, they go in with the garbage bags and get everybody's wallets and the money from the store and put them in the garbage bags and run out and get in their car and leave. Okay. Well, we just happened to be really close and we spotted the vehicle leaving. We uh, directed the ground unit, my partner directed the ground units to it. Uh, and of course, when the ground units got there, it took off and it was a full blown pursuit. And it's one of the advantages of having an air support unit is we can have the ground units back off. They don't have to be in sight of the bad guys. We can follow them from the air and you, you're not endangering the public with these high speed, dangerous pursuits through right. you know, rush hour traffic. Right. This vehicle eventually went to an apartment complex uh, where both subjects bailed out of the vehicle. They ran from the vehicle. Uh, one of them ran and kicked the door into an apartment complex, into an apartment itself. And uh, the other one jumped the wall and just happened to be into a college campus. Mm. And so as we're orbiting overhead, he's running through the middle of the campus, uh, gun in one hand, a bag of money and wallets in the other. <laughs> He's trying to break into windows to get into some dorms and he couldn't get into any. And as he's cutting through the middle of the campus, um, as my partner's calling uh, his direction to the units that are still trying to get there through traffic, I noticed that there was a a daycare center on the far side of the campus directly where he was running towards. Okay. So I made the decision to land the helicopter in the middle of the college campus in a a kind of a tight little uh, grassy area. I landed the helicopter in front of him and it, it thwarted his path that directed him towards it. Wait a minute. Around. You, hold on, hold on. You landed, you dropped the chopper on the grass in front of the path he was running. Is that what yeah, you just said? Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, I, 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 we didn't want him to get to that, to that daycare. daycare. Center. There were children out running around everywhere. And, and so we made the decision to, uh, to land the helicopter in front of him. Uh, he, he kind of turned around, started running around another uh, direction and my partner was already unstrapped and out on the skid of the helicopter as we sat down and he, he jumped out and took off running after the suspect and ended up catching him Wow! Um, and was able to place him under arrest and I uh, took the helicopter back airborne uh, while he was on the ground and I set up the containment of the responding officers to where the other suspect was Okay. and our SWAT team came in and found him uh, hiding inside the apartment that uh, the occupied apartment that he had forced his way into. And Got it. Uh, not only were they wanted for this, uh, come to find out both of them were wanted for a uh, double homicide from two weeks earlier. So hmm. it was, uh, it ended up being a uh, um, pretty good catch. Yeah. What a rush. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a fun one. We were, uh, we were glad to be there, glad to be able to, you know, protect the public from uh, somebody like this. And uh, it was it, the uh, my partner and I actually we were uh, given um, uh, law enforcement officers of the year for that. Uh, OK. Yeah. And then uh, Mav and Goose come back to the locker room and rub yeah. it in the rest of the guys's face. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, typical pilots. Oh, no, we'd have done this. We'd have done this. <laughs> no, no, they were they were very, uh, very congratulatory. That's cool. It, it was a it was a pretty fun event. Okay. Well, um, let's pivot back as we're nearing winding down. Um, favorite photo shoot you've done? 
I've, again, I've been, been very fortunate to be a part of some pretty impressive photo shoots, everything from, like we mentioned, with the strapped on the side of aircraft to, yeah. I've, you know, shot uh, sunset uh, photos of uh, aircraft landing in the outback of Australia to, um, you know, uh, brand new aircraft debuting in Switzerland. But uh, I, I think probably one of my favorites and it wasn't necessarily so much the the photo shoot itself, but it was the opportunity presented. Uh, when I'm doing a, a a story on a flight department, I there's a lot of a lot of corporate operators. Every company you can think of, a large company has a flight department, whether you realize it or not. Okay. And so I like to look for something unique, something that makes that company, whether big or small, stand out. And I came across the construction company up in the Pacific Northwest, up in uh, the Portland area. Okay. And it is Centrex Construction, and uh, they tried their hand. The, the 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 father who founded the company several decades ago, uh, eventually, when construction was a little tougher, he, he ended up getting into aviation construction. So he was building control towers and hangars at mm. airports. So I uh, I contacted them, and they were more than happy to have Pro Pilot Magazine, which is quite yeah. a respected magazine yeah, in the covered. aviation community. Yeah. So we, I went up there and it wasn't necessarily going to be a cover story, but I went up there, did the story on them and uh, they were flying a couple of uh, propeller driven air, not jet aircraft. And I prepared the story. And one of our biggest issues of the year is our October or November issue. There's, there's a, the world's largest aviation conference is held in either October or November every year. And uh, so for our, our cover story for that is usually a pretty big story. And just just weeks before that cover story was ready to go to print, it fell through from from another writer. And mm. our, our publisher got a hold of me and said, Brent, do you have a story with a company flying a jet? We need it for this cover. And I, and I knew that this Centrex construction was getting a jet. And so I called them up and they thought I was joking when I called. And I'm like, why? And they said, we just landed. The new jet, the engines are cooling down right now. So I, ran, I flew back up there, flew up there to take one photo. And for the cover photo, we need the people that run the company. Well, in the year or so that I'd been working on the story, the uh, founder of the company, uh, a wonderful man by the name of James uh, Severson, uh, he had become uh, quite ill. Okay. Uh, and he was not going to, he wasn't going to live much longer. Yeah. And so we weren't able to get him in the photo. And, uh, but with some creative Photoshopping abilities, we were able to put him in the photo. And if you look at our October 2016 issue, you'll see this company with him on the cover. Okay. And the, huh. but I guess my favorite part about that is that issue went to print um, the 1st of October. And we sent copies of the magazine up to Mr. Severson and his, and his sons who now run the company. Yeah. And they presented him a copy of it while he was literally on his deathbed. Oh. And wow. come to find out, he told us that it had always been his life's goal to be on the cover <laughs> of, of Pro Pilot. Of Pro Pilot magazines, really, that yeah. very magazine. Wow, yeah. so that's we amazing. Gave, gave him the cover. Uh, he he was able to see the photo, and uh, about two weeks later, he passed away. Wow, wow, oh. <laughs> and to be directly part of that. Yeah, that uh, that still tugs at me. Yeah. Uh, to, to be able to, with the opportunities that I've been presented, to be able to help somebody meet one of their goals in life. And that means right. a lot to me. Phoenix to Portland for one photo. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, 
So I, that that's probably one of my favorite okay. favorite right. shoots that I've done. Right yeah, there. I like the human story part of it. It's not just yeah. Uh, oh yeah, this is a great sunset. That was my yeah, favorite. <laughs> I get to take a picture of a lot of aircraft, but, uh, but to, to have to have a photo that I took to be able to have the effect on a, a person and, and his family like that uh, that means a lot. Got it. All right. Well, um, I want to just kind of wind down here, but just any any advice for aspiring adventure photographers out there or folks that think they've got a good eye for uh you know the lens and any any life lessons that you've had that uh, you might pass on with a shooting camera yeah i i would say you know it, it's easy just to throw out there stick with it you know stick to your guns you're gonna you know, make it someday <laughs> but that's not always the case you know it's it, it, there's, there are there's a lot of rejection even what i've done the opportunities that i've had many of them a lot of my international travel, many of them were rejections at first. I got mm. no and no and no. And then you got to just keep pushing for it. For, as far as the photography side, um, a lot of people think, oh, you know, the, the new cell phones, the, the, the capabilities of, yeah. of the cameras yeah. on them is, is amazing. And uh, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I've used a couple of my cell phone <laughs> photos in my articles. <laughs> okay. But, but uh, for the photographer side of us, uh, keep up on the technology. It's, uh, the phone still can't compete with the good, uh, the equipment that you keep in your bag yeah. and, uh, and, and know your technology. Um, but just, you know, get your work out there. You're not always going to get paid for it at first. Um, there's a lot of magazines. Uh, and if aviation f- photography is your is your passion, uh, go to airports, go to air shows, go to aviation conventions and uh, just get your name around and hmm. uh, get, let people see your work. And uh, if the work is good, if, if it's truly your passion and, and you're doing it well, uh, there's a good chance it'll pay off. Well, that's very similar advice. What I've heard with uh, creative communities with advertising that I've been around and uh, yeah. you got to get your portfolio out there and let people see it through networking. You do. It's uh, very rarely, I, I've been one of the lucky few, very rarely is it going to come knocking on your door. You got to get out there and, uh, <laughs> and, and pound the pavement. And, uh, and, and uh, there, there's a lot of aviation photographers out there, but uh, when you hone that skill, people recognize that and the people in the position and you know the publishers and the editors of these magazines they they recognize the quality work that's great that's great yeah i love this um brent i want to thank you for this i want to i just encourage our listeners to uh you know take heed and brett's advice here just uh, the persistence seems to come through and it certainly sounds like you have had a lot of fun with this so i have <laughs> i uh I, I refer to my my secondary job, my beyond my day job, as my fun job. And people ask me what I do, what's my boring normal job, and I tell them I fly airplanes and helicopters. Right, they, right. They don't get that, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know I've done that for quite a while. And 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 you're right. This is this is a, it's an exciting time. It's uh, I'm having a blast with it. Uh, I'm, I'm still not tired of, of the constant travel. Maybe someday I will be, but uh, just the opportunity to, to travel, to see the aircraft, to fly the aircraft, but mostly it's the people. I get to meet amazing people all over the planet, and, uh, and I'm, I'm lucky because of that. That's cool. Well, it sounds like I'm just telling your tone and your voice. You're a lot of high energy for it, so I like that. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, the enthusiasm comes through, so... Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining our episode of Beyond My Day Job. You've been listening to Brent Bundy. And uh, thanks again, Brent. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing some of your photos that uh, I'll be able to get you to share with me. And I'll post them appropriately for other listeners and viewers to be able to see where we can catch up on some of your visuals. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's been my pleasure. I've I've enjoyed talking to you. All right. Thank you, Brent.
Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That's a wrap.